This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that shines a light on the ups and downs of everyday history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're talking about a grisly act that captured the public's imagination and proved that sometimes truth is much scarier than fiction. The day was October 14th, 1975. Ronald DeFeo Jr. stood trial for the brutal killing of his six family members, a crime known today as the Amityville Murders. The family's house was later said to be haunted, and these rumors served as the basis for the Amityville horror book and movie series. The killings took place less than a year earlier, on November 13, 1974. That evening, 23-year-old DeFeo Jr. entered a bar in Amityville, New York, screaming that his parents and four siblings had been shot inside their home. A few patrons from the bar accompanied him back to his family's house to confirm the story. Once there, a man named Joe Yeswit called the police to report the crime. Each member of the DeFeo family had been shot to death in their beds with a 35 caliber rifle. Because of the execution-style killings, DeFeo first tried to claim the murders were carried out by the New York mob, but by the next day, he dropped the act and confessed to the crimes himself. He told detectives, quote, Once I started, I just couldn't stop. It went so fast. While the actual murders may have gone quickly, DeFeo Jr. took his time afterward. He later admitted that he took a bath and put on fresh clothes before heading to the bar to report what had happened. He showed the police where he had hidden his blood-stained clothes as well as the murder weapon. Even with these crucial pieces of evidence, investigators were confused by several aspects of the case. For one thing, all six victims appeared to have died in their sleep. There were no signs of struggle, and neighbors didn't recall hearing any gunshots. It's unclear how the family members could have slept through the other's murder, but given the circumstances, it could be considered a small blessing. When DeFeo Jr.'s trial began on October 14th the next year, his lawyer tried to plead insanity, but the jury didn't buy it. A month later, DeFeo was found guilty on all six counts of second-degree murder. He was sentenced to six consecutive terms of 25 years to life. About a year after the murders, the DeFeo house was sold to George and Kathy Lutz, who moved in with their three children in December 1975. Twenty-eight days later, the family fled in terror, claiming the house was haunted by the restless spirits of DeFeo Jr.'s victims. George Lutz took his story to the press and recounted the supernatural events that had supposedly driven his family from their home. He said they heard strange voices in the night, that the house was infested with flies, and that the walls oozed green slime, among many other strange occurrences. 
Critics were skeptical of the Lutz family's claims, but the public couldn't get enough of the reports. Eventually, the story was picked up by author Jay Anson, who wrote a best-selling book about the house in 1977, The Amityville Horror. Two years later, the best-selling book was turned into a movie of the same name, which later spawned two dozen sequels, spin-offs, and remakes, none of which are very good. As for DeFeo Jr., he continued to change his story, later claiming his sister and two other accomplices were the ones truly responsible for the murders. He eventually admitted that his defense in court had been a sham, saying, quote, There was no insanity, only people talking to my lawyer about books, movies, and me being possessed. He apparently viewed the supernatural claims to be a bridge too far, saying at one point, quote, There was no demon. You know who the demon is. I am the demon. After all these years, there's still no concrete motive for DeFeo Jr.'s crimes. He once told his lawyer he felt his family was plotting against him, but he didn't go into further detail. Some have theorized that he killed his family as a way to claim his father's $200,000 insurance policy. But if that was the case, the plan fell apart almost immediately. Since his conviction in 1975, Ronald DeFeo Jr. was held at the Sullivan Correctional Facility in Fallsburg, New York. Over the years, he filed several motions to have his case reopened, but all were denied. In March of 2021, DeFeo Jr. died at the age of 69. The full truth of what happened that night in 1974 died with him, but reports of supernatural activity in Amityville will likely continue long after his death. No matter what you believe about spirits or the occult, for the sake of his family's memory, I think we should take DeFeo Jr. at his word. There was no possession, no demon. The crimes and the punishment for them were his alone. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Show. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and if you have any feedback for how we're doing so far, you can drop us a line at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.